Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Utah Liberty Talk. This is David, TR4 Freedom. Today, we are going to be talking all about police. We will be talking about the laws that they enforce, the unconstitutional laws they enforce, the ones particular to coronavirus, and pretty much the ones that they have been all along or throughout time. If you're a regular listener, I just want to express my gratitude for you. This is something I absolutely have loved doing. I've loved sharing this information, and I'm glad that it's been reaching as many people as possible. If you like what you hear, if you're liking it, go ahead and if you wouldn't mind, you know, give us a review, give me a review, um, you know, maybe a rating, give me your feedback. You can find me on social media. You can find me on Instagram, TR4Freedom. You can find me on Twitter, Tyson underscore Reese 1776. I'm also on Facebook. And again, I appreciate everyone that listens. I appreciate everyone that enjoys to hear the ideas of liberty. It's it's awesome and it's beautiful for me to see. And this has honestly taken flight a lot more than I would have thought it would have. So I'm I'm very appreciative to anyone who's listening to this. And especially if you're a someone that comes every single time I post and listens to my new podcasts. I greatly appreciate it. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. And if you know, and if you think these are good ideas, if you agree with me, maybe it'd be a good idea to share them with everyone else. And you know, this isn't this isn't necessarily about about making my podcast uh, bigger. Although I would like to to s- spread the ideas more. This is about the philosophy of freedom and libertarianism. So if you guys you know like what you hear, if you think the ideas are good, if you guys want to hear more, maybe you can suggest topics to me. Listen in a little bit more on the show. Um, listen to other podcasts. Highly recommend Lions of Liberty. Those guys are awesome. Um, and. Yeah, I mean, I again, I really appreciate all you guys. I appreciate everyone that listens and gives me reviews and favorites the podcast. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. And without further ado, let's dive right in to law enforcement here in America. So the first thing I wanted to talk about today is it's just a giant disclaimer right here. Now, I don't think that all people who are cops are bad. I think that there are cops out there who do some wonderful things for the community. I think there are cops out there who give people due breaks. I, th- I don't think every single cop has malicious intent. I think that many people become police officers with the intent to help their community, with the intent to protect and serve. However, it's gotten out of hand. And what we see in law enforcement and police officers today is not protecting and serving. So, if you have strong opinions about police officers, maybe you like police officers, just know I do not like police officers, and this will be a very long rant on just officers. Um, So please take this with an open mind. Think about the philosophies of freedom. And don't think on it that I'm trying to bag on these people, because I think many officers are like Republicans. Um, I think that they're just confused, and I think that they don't really understand what they're doing. Um, I would like to think. However the amount of power that they have. Absolute power, power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. So, I mean, I guess I could start off with saying all the bad things that have recently happened with police officers or over time. Clearly, we've seen many things, and people love to cry racism about this. And although that may be the case for some individual officers, I will not categorize the entire law enforcement 
group as a category of being racist, I think that's absurd. I think individuals can prove that they're racist, but to categorize the whole entire thing as racist, I think is ridiculous. However, we have seen uh, a lot of people come out uh, saying this kind of stuff is racist, Trayvon Martin, Black Lives Matter responding, and all sorts of unjustified killing of African Americans here in America, which is absolutely unacceptable. But however, this is about individual rights. It doesn't matter if anyone's black or white or Asian or Mexican. None of it matters. Now, there are some injustices on those parts, but what we really need to see is the fact that human beings and American citizens are being denied their constitutional rights and they are having unconstitutional laws and and human rights violations enforced on them, which is absolutely unacceptable. This is the main root of the issue. And it's not racism. It's power. When you give this kind of power to... I mean, you have to go through 18 months of training to become an officer. I mean, I guess that would vary on the state. Um, clearly, not enough with for the kind of power that they have. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. I've seen absurd videos of police officers pulling people out of cars because they rightfully refuse to show their ID. I mean, I saw this video of this gentleman who was being stopped by police officers. Um, this gentleman asked the police officers um, what he was being pulled over for, and the officer refused to give him an answer, which is which then would make it um, an, an illegal traffic stop if you're going to stop an American citizen um, without having an actual reason. That's, you know, that's against the law. You can't do that. Um, however, it happens all the time. Um, and the problem is, is people don't know their rights. I mean, I'm, there's been many times where, where people have been um, wrongfully pulled over and possibly profiled by police officers. And they might have had substances in the car that the United States deems illegal which, I mean, no substance should be illegal. Um, but anyways, and they end up getting in trouble for it because they don't know how to protect their rights. So um, that that's the main issue here, I think, is, is educating people how to combat oppressive police and how to use your rights to your benefit. Um, if, by the way, if anyone has any legal trouble, if anyone's got any substances in the car and you get pulled over by an officer and you're nervous, give me a call reach out to me and I'll, and I'll give you the best advice I can. And, um, maybe you can call me or you can, uh, send me a message and we can get something worked out for you in order to protect your rights as an American citizen. It's extremely important. Um, anyways, back to what I was saying before, it's, it's not racism. It's, it's the fact that you have people who are given a ridiculous amount of power with a small amount of training and they let power go to their heads. Now, I don't. I think most officers um, go in with the intent of being good, but absolute power, power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. So, as we see people gain more power, people realize their authority as police officers. They begin to take advantage of that, and they begin to take advantage of citizens. And one of the first things we need to do is get rid of quotas. And I'll talk about how I think we should, how these problems should be solved in a little bit. Um, but there, there are clearly many issues going on um, with what we see in the law enforcement world today. Um, so there's a gentleman, and he got pulled out of his car. I mean, they busted through his window and stuff because he refused to give it, refused to give his ID lawfully. I saw a video of an officer who was saying he can do whatever he want because he's an officer, and these men refused to give him ID. He said they were acting suspiciously, but they literally just came out of a store after they bought stuff. Um, and they called backup, and basically the backup officer was like, yeah, dude, no, they're right, you can't do this. 
um, specific injustices. Um, we all know what's been going on recently um, in terms of what happened with uh, Breonna Taylor and Kenneth Walker. Um, wrong house. So the police officers get a no-knock raid warrant from a judge. This judge should be removed from his or her seat because this is absolutely ridiculous that you would have a no-knock raid uh, for a drug charge. But granted, they do. This already creates hostility and gets these police amped up to do something that they often love to do, get suited up and legally kill people. This is what many of them thrive off of. Well, they didn't knock. They were unannounced. They busted in there, shot 20 times, killed Kenneth Walker's girlfriend, Brianna Taylor, who is an EMT and has been helping at multiple hospitals throughout this coronavirus pandemic, doing her part to help the community. Kenneth Walker was also shot, and he shot back in retaliation. Now keep in mind, these police officers never announced themselves. And he shot back with his licensed firearms, and now he's been arrested and they are charging him with attempted murder. When they broke into the wrong house, they were unannounced, no-knock raid, and they didn't even find drugs. And he's being charged for attempted murder. Absolutely ridiculous. I cannot even believe that, that this is happening. And the crazy thing is, is this is happening all over America. I mean, if you, if you don't keep up with these kind of things, I mean, this has happened in so many cases. I mean, my goodness. I mean, it's happened multiple times in the, in the last few weeks. Um, and, and it's, it's, uh, it's disturbing to see this kind of stuff happen. So we'll see where that goes. That judge should be removed from their seat. Kenneth Walker should, uh, not only should Kenneth Walker be given, um, freedom and not arrested and let go, not charged, but there should be some sort of reparations for the murdering of his girlfriend in this completely wrong no-knock raid. That the police had absolutely no reason to be there, no reason to be involved. I mean, oh my gosh, it was ridiculous. And and by the way, the people that the police officers were actually looking for had already been arrested at the time of the raid. <laughs> my, it's 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 ridiculous, completely unorganized. And you know what? This is one of the problems with the death penalty. Um, just like these no-knock raids, the the, the 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 law enforcement and the government gets it wrong too often and it's unsafe it's unsafe for citizens it's unsafe for people enforcing these laws it's unsafe for bystanders i mean you had neighbors in these apartments saying that they had bullet holes in their walls and crap like that so i, I mean it, it, i can't even believe this kind of stuff is happening um we could talk about the the cop um who uh, who spoke out against uh his his department and officers saying that he was enforcing unconstitutional laws, um, as were these departments, which is absolutely true. Um, this officer goes by the name of Greg Anderson and Greg Anderson was an officer in Seattle and he was actually fired for speaking up against these unconstitutional orders and these unconstitutional laws that the police had been enforcing. And he said that they need to not enforce them. Well, the department fired him. But props to you, Greg. You're you're probably still one of the good-spirited cops who is who has not let the world uh, and the, your job take advantage and let you take advantage of citizens. And you're upholding your constitutional oath that you took when you were first sworn in, as many 
if not all officers have broken. So Greg Anderson, props to you. That's amazing. And I'm super glad to see stuff like this happen. Being continued, I already talked about Duncan Lamp. Um, there's, there's been people arrested for eating at restaurants that aren't allowed to be open. I mean, this, this kind of stuff is, has been ridiculous. I mean, and the unconstitutional laws that have been enforced with coronavirus and them breaking up groups of more than whatever the government allows. Well, people have the right to assemble, dude. It's in the first amendment. And I think that anyone who thinks that, that these officers that are enforcing these laws are actually upholding their constitutional oaths is absolutely ridiculous because it is absolutely untrue. And we can clearly see that through many constitutional violations. Today, maybe not today, today I read, Oklahoma passed an anti-red flag law bill, basically saying that officers cannot take someone's guns temporarily because someone tipped that they might be a threat to themselves or others. First of all, if someone's a threat to themselves, they absolutely have a right to be. If someone wants to take their own lives, they have the right to do that. In fact, no one on this earth should be able to determine if someone should die except for that person, aside from pedophiles, aside from murderers, and aside from tyrants. Otherwise, uh, if people aren't uh, violating other people's rights and, and people you know, aren't, there's no victims and stuff like that. Um, for the most part, people should be able to be the ones to decide if they want to live or not. So it's not the government's right to take away someone's choice to decide if they want to live or not, first of all. Um, but anyways, there's, there's been a ridiculous amount of unconstitutional laws. There was Donnie Leak. Um, he was, a. Uh, he was armed and he was basically calling, he had been calling out the tyrannical government over social media, saying how ridiculous these laws are that they're enforcing, unconstitutional, all this kind of stuff. Texas Rangers pull out of his house, cops, law enforcement close in, they end up killing the man. Um, so I, I mean, we, we see a bunch of ridiculous stuff going on and I mean, it's, it's ridiculous, but big win in Oklahoma. I mean, we shouldn't have to pass a law that, that specifically states that people aren't allowed to do that, but where, that's where we're at. And you know, it's, it's better than not passing that law, I guess, but it shouldn't even have to be a discussion. Uh, but anyways, another big win in Utah, federal court rules. Every d a drug dog in the entire state of Utah is unreliable and that these dogs have actually are known to uh, give false alerts to please their masters because they've been trained to do so. This actually is in the state of Utah, which I am, I mean, every single drug dog is now unreliable in the state of Utah. What a win. I remember when I was, uh, it was, it was New Year's, it had just became 2019 and I was hanging out with my friends. Um, one of them actually we've had on the show is Ja'Kai Roberson. Um, and we were pulled over uh, by an officer. It was about 11 o'clock a.m. And I wish I knew my rights more. I didn't at the time. Luck luckily, nothing severe happened. I didn't at the time. However, there was many turning points to where we could have stopped from what happening from happening. So it's New Year's morning. It's 11 o'clock a.m. And um, Jakai changed from lane position one to lane position three, stays in his lane, um, but swerved a little bit didn't actually break any traffic laws. Well, cherries and blueberries pop up behind us. We're getting pulled over. We pull over to the side. Cop gets out, says he's worried about our sobriety. Clearly we're sober. There's no, that we, I mean, that we hadn't been drinking. We hadn't been smoking weed. We hadn't been doing anything of the sort. There was no illegal substances in the car. Um, but he was worried about our sobriety, pulls us out of the car. Uh, well, first of all, that's an illegal traffic stop. 
Second of all, they extended the duration of the stop to run a drug dog around our car, which I'm not sure if we exactly consented to, but they did it anyways. Not that the cops would really care if we consented or not. If we don't show any hostility towards them violating our rights, they're going to go ahead and violate our rights. So they extended the duration of the stop illegally to run a drug dog around our car. The drug dog gave a false alert. And I know that for a fact because we hadn't had any illegal substances in the car at all. And you know, I, I know you guys could just say, well, he's just claiming that. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, I know it. I was there. I was there the whole night before we all hung out that night. We, there was no illegal substances in the car. Anyways, I didn't even notice anything in the dog. I was watching very carefully, but apparently the dog changed its behavior and gave an alert to the officers. Um, so the officers go ahead and say that they have probable cause to search the car. So the officers start searching the car, and uh, during the car search, they were able to find two cans of Copenhagen wintergreen. I plead the fifth. Those were nobody's in the car, according to the police officers, the information we gave them. Um, and they also, they found a Jakai's bag, and they asked to search through it, which we also could have declined to allow them to search through the bag. But uh, like I said, we didn't know our rights, particularly I didn't know our rights. We didn't have to search, con consent to that search. We did. They find Jakai's no nicotine vape, which is illegal for an 18-year-old to have. So he gets a tobacco ticket. And that was pretty much it. No illegal substances were found. And uh, after about an hour and a half of bullshit, they let us go. Um, anyways, that situation could have been avoided, avoided multiple times um, if we would have known our rights. And I'm, I'm thankful that I have found it to educate myself on what my rights are as a Utah and as an American citizen in regards to police officers. Also, the rest of us who were in the car gave our identification to the police when we didn't have to as well, which we didn't have to do. And many of you guys may be like, well, why won't you give your identification? Well, I mean, I guess if you want to take that route, you can go ahead and give it to them if you want. However, you're not required to unless you're suspected of committing a crime. If you're a passenger in a car, the driver has to give their license um, as long as they've been pulled over rightfully so or stopped rightfully so. Um, but if there was a traffic violation, uh, passengers in the car do not have to give their licenses or identification without any reasonable cause of committing a crime. So we did that anyways. I mean, there was many, there's many, many, many points there where our rights were violated and I really wish I would have been more educated on it. Uh, however, it could have gone a lot worse if we did have illegal substances, we would have been screwed. However, we didn't. So we were all clear. That was pretty much it. Jakai got his tobacco ticket and we were all set and we left. But we see these kind of, this kind of stuff happen all the time. I mean, officers, you know, if officers in a lot of, I mean, almost a ton of traffic stops will ask, do you have any illegal substances in the car? Um, you know, most people will give the answer. No, the officer will say, well, do you mind if I check? Never consent to any searches. Even if you don't have anything, people will be like, well, if you're not doing anything wrong, what is there to hide? Well, it's the principle of you having a right as an American citizen, not to have your shit searched through by the government at the snap of their fingers. It just, it's just, it's just, it's a principle you have. I mean, it's the fourth amendment. You have a right. I mean, no warrantless searches without probable cause. So anyways, you, you have a right to decline a search. I mean, you have privacy. That's the way this country was set up. Anyways, tons of unconstitutional laws, cops willingly, and even if it's not a law necessarily that they're doing unconstitutionally, uh, the fact that they're trying to trick citizens or, uh, intimidate citizens into allowing them to search their vehicles, um, is unconstitutional itself. It proves that there's malicious intent there by the officers. Now, I was asked uh, by on, uh, one of my Facebook friends on Facebook, I, you know, there was a, 
a video that I had shared about um, this this man who was being confronted by police officers at what appears to be his home or some sort of property. Um, and the officers suck a dog on him. And when they were just simply talking to the officers, the dog was literally holding on to his leg for like a minute, just wouldn't let go. Officers are threatening bystanders with tasers. Officers are arresting this man and the dog just would not let go of his leg. I mean, it starts bleeding like crazy. I mean, this man's clearly suffering. He's clearly, I mean, this is, this is complete injustice. Um, I mean, you have officers pointing tasers at innocent bystanders who are like, what the hell are you guys doing? This is ridiculous, completely uncalled for. Um, so that's <laughs> a lot of questionable stuff in themselves. So I share this video. And I say, the caption, fuck the police. Well, I, you know, I get some questions about it. Some people are upset, whatever. Um, and he basically asked me, we talk about the corruption in law enforcement, which is pretty undeniable. And he asked me, so what can we do to fix it? And, you know, he, he made sure that I knew that wasn't sarcasm. And I said, well, in reality, our government as a whole has become disgustingly corrupt and has violated many constitutional and human rights. However, there's nobody in government who's going to actually help. I can't advocate for a revolution. That's a class three felony. I know, I know this kind of stuff. I will not advocate for a revolution. I will not call for a revolution. Um, very, be very, and if you, if you feel a certain way, be very careful about the way you say things. So I won't say anything about that. However, we need to start from the ground up and leaders of such actions, in my opinion, should take the constitution and even take it a, a step further to restrict government even more because we have seen how they've gotten out of control and the kind of rights that they violate in manipulating the constitution or even straight up just disrespecting it and going against it. We need to extend the Bill of Rights and we need to limit government more in what this new constitution would be around the guidelines of what the constitution originally was, but also in improvements and uh, more rights given to people. Give more power to the states instead of the Fed. Now, I'm not saying we give states more power in, in general, but take power from the Fed and dissolve it to the people or uh, obliterate it or give it to the states would be a much easier, efficient system. But more importantly, we need to try and be, the government needs to be as limited in people's lives as possible. The one role and responsibility of government is to protect people's rights, period. To protect people's rights and to protect from foreign enemies. That's the only reason we would need any sort of government. If law enforcement does need to be established in a city at the community level, if there is a number of laws being broken to the point where people are violating the non-aggression principle, there are victims everywhere from people violating people's rights, then if law enforcement needs to be instituted, that sometimes is necessary. That's a necessary thing for the government to protect people's rights. That's why it's there. So if law enforcement is established in the city, it needs to be heavily monitored by the state, the state which is there to protect people's rights from local government. Now it's better to have local government there um, because it's efficient for the people and it's, it's at a communal level. It's oftentimes much more voluntary. It's more precise to the individuals and to what's going on in those cities. However, it need, there needs to be a line drawn and there needs to be an all around standard given by the state government, which would then heavily regulate and monitor those police officers to make sure that they aren't violating rights and to make sure that they aren't enforcing unconstitutional laws. And there needs to be heavy restrictions on what they're allowed to do to people. And most importantly, to fix what's going on within the law enforcement system, there needs to be heavy 
uh, or there needs we need to get rid of victimless crimes. We need to make victimless crimes non-existent and get rid of the quotas that police officers and departments have. There should not be a certain amount of money that officers are expected or told to extort from citizens in a certain time period. That's fucking bullshit. That's that's ridiculous. It's corrupt. It's wrong. It's disgusting. And this is why I say there's no such thing as a good cop. Now, there may be people who are good people otherwise, but there's no good cops. They all are meeting their quotas. And specifically, make it legal for citizens to descend them, defend themselves from officers who are enforcing unconstitutional laws or are violating their rights. If officers are no-knock raiding you, you have the legal right to kill them. You have the legal right to defend your home. You have the legal right to defend your girlfriend who gets shot 20 times. You have the legal right to defend your dog and your children and your property. When they're violating your rights, they are no more than legalized gangsters. They're punks. They're extorting your money. It's theft. Absolutely ridiculous. They're taking lives. It's, it's, it's disgusting. So specifically... Don't be vague on it, but specifically make it legal for citizens to defend themselves from officers who are violating their rights and are, and are putting those people wrongfully in danger. Ban no-knock raids and red flag laws and other things of the sort. That's, that's, my, that's, that's how we fix it. Now, people would often, especially libertarians, would say, well... There might need to be more power to state governments because um, in order to regulate those departments. But you got to remember that the principle of government is there to protect people's rights. And that's one of the arguments, you know, that the federal government obviously like is always violating people's rights. And in so many ways they do. The federal government is disgusting. However, the original intent of it to protect people's rights to make sure that factions don't rise up from the states and minorities aren't impressed that's the way it should go you need to have other levels of government checking and balancing other governments to make sure that people's rights are protected you need to have a standard line drawn across across this is where you can't cross you can't violate these rights that's what needs to be done that's how we fix the injustice in the police system in america that's and, 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 and most of all, you need to, we need to educate people about the constitution. Now I was, I, uh, libertarian renegade has Snapchat group chats. He set them up. Brilliant idea. Amazing. It's been awesome to connect with people who are near me. We've become very, very close. We've had strategies. We've gone shooting together. We've gone to rallies together. We've gone to meals together. Awesome. Uh, it's, it's, it's an amazing idea. I think that other, uh, libertarian oriented meme pages and such should do so. Um, and anyways, in meeting with those guys, I, the Libertarian Renegade had encouraged people to look into your local three percenters. Now, as libertarians, the three percenters are often looked on very skeptically because they are known to be FUDs, aka Republicans or conservatives, people who think that they stand for the Constitution, but they don't. People that the only amendment they know is the Second Amendment. Those kind of people. So... I go and check it out. I'm like, well, all right. You know, he suggested, hey, give it a try. See, see, maybe they're not as funny as you think. And of course, I live in Utah, a very Republican state, very conservative state, uh, littered with people who think they care about the Constitution, but don't. So I get in there and uh, even to join the Facebook group, they're, they're asking if you're a felon. They're asking if you're a law-abiding citizen. 
And I'm like, oh, okay, these guys are ridiculous. These guys are ridiculous. These guys are Trump supporters. I mean, these guys don't stand for the Constitution in any way. But I get in there, you know, maybe they're, you know, I'm not going to judge the whole group as a whole. I'm going to, I'm going to look for individuals and I make, I make a post and I say, uh, I don't, I got, and I ended up getting removed from the group. So I can't look back and see exactly what it says. Uh, but I pointed, I pointed out, uh, how, when they asked those questions, uh, I, I pointed out that, that many of those people, um, that I, I, I was like, I can't believe that you guys are going to not allow felons into the group when many people are classified as felons due to unconstitutional laws. There are people who are victims of unconstitutional laws that you're not going to let in your group. That's ridiculous. Um, and, you know, so, and I post this and all these people are like, you can't just come in here saying this shit. You need to have some respect. And I'm sitting here and these guys think they're all, you know, got some sort of organization that you know, is going to stand up to the government. Well, these same people are the ones who are cheering on Trump's bump stock bans and suppressor, uh, and are, you know, and, and encouraging Trump and all his unconstitutional stuff that he's doing. Um, so, I mean, these guys are total fuds. These guys don't know what they're talking about. These guys don't know any amendment other than the second one. And, you know, they're, as long as they're allowed to own some sort of gun, these guys are going to be like, well, you ain't never taken my guns, government. That's what they're here for, to make sure that you don't take them. No, 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 no. The guns are there because A, you have a right to property and B, so you can kill tyrannical governments when they begin infringing on your other rights. Outlined by Thomas Jefferson in the Declaration of Independence, when government becomes destructive to these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it. That's what the Second Amendment is for. But these guys don't know anything other than the Second Amendment. As long as they get to keep their Second Amendment, as long as they get to keep some sort of guns, they're happy. They don't care about any of the other amendments. They couldn't even tell you any of the other amendments. And so one of the guys was like, well, what do you know about the Constitution? I took an oath and I was enforcing it as a, as a, as a law enforcement officer for so many years. And I was like, oh, great. So you're a pig. And he goes, why don't you call that to my face and see what happens? And I said... And I said, uh, I said, if I said, if you, if I call you a pig, I have the right to free speech. And if you try and physically assault me in any way, I have the right to defend myself. Imagine thinking that you live in the literal land of the free and you think it's okay to assault someone because they say something that you don't like. Yeah, you're a constitutionalist, buddy. Okay. It's first amendment, just in case you didn't know what free speech was. And, uh, I was, I also brought up drugs and I was saying you have people who are felons on ridiculous drug possession charges. They're nonviolent. They're victimless. Why on earth should these people not be allowed to own guns, let alone be in your group? I mean, granted, not that I would beg these people to be in their group and I'm not a felon either. Not that I would beg these people to be in your, to be in their group if you're a felon, but you know, it's the principle behind these guys saying they're supporting the constitution. So I'm basically trying to teach them what the constitution actually is. I was like, listen, drug charges is a violation of the seventh amendment. I mean, these guys don't know what the seventh amendment is. I mean, these guys have no idea what the Seventh Amendment is. It's common law, though, just in case you guys didn't know. Look them up. Study the Bill of Rights. I mean, it's, it's actually a beautiful document, and, it, and it, in a lot of ways outlines, you know, it, it's pretty accurate on how things should be run. Now, granted, there's been a lot of loopholes, and also I think that there was no um, economic outlines or blueprint for this country, which is a lot of the reason why the government's got so involved in the economy. 
Um, originally, the government was actually supposed to get involved in the economy in order to prevent monopolies. But as we see through the centralization of the meat industry, as we see Amazon, Walmart, and other big corporations stock going up and small businesses permanently shutting down, we see that now the government is just creating monopolies and creating these big business powers. It's absolutely disgusting. It's exactly what it wasn't meant to do. And this is why we can't give these kind of responsibilities to government. Uh, but anyways, these guys, I mean, totally not constitutionalists. These guys don't even know what they're talking about. Um, and, and you know, these guys end up getting pissed off at my arguments. I can, I can actually, I did take some screenshots of them. So I can actually go back and be a little bit more accurate. Um, so... The, I mean, these guys come out, and as soon as I say that, these guys come out insulting. They're like, we're, we're real men. We train with real guns. It's like, hey, dude, I have real guns too. <laughs> You're not cool. Like, I, I, I know, I know. But here's the thing. You guys would never show up when someone's rights are being violated by law enforcement officers to a true QRF situation. You guys wouldn't really stand up to the government. You just, you just, you know, like to think that you would. Um... Anyways, these guys are telling me my compass is fucked up because um, I would I would be okay with felons being in my group, and I say that their compass is fucked up because it's none of their right to determine that to to the. <laughs> I don't want to say it's none of their right, but if you're gonna if you're gonna categorize people with petty drug charges as felons and you're gonna let the state determine morality for you, I think it's your compass that's fucked up, bud. He called me keyboard warrior and shit like that, you know, insulting the way I look or whatever. And I said, and I said, uh, basically I just came back with that and I said, Hey, you're being ridiculous. You're being an asshole. I'm just asking questions. I'm just trying to figure out where you guys are all at. Um, why don't why don't you guys grow up? Why don't you guys actually give me some real, I said, come on guys, let's debate it with real arguments. Not just making jokes about me being young or the way I look. Debate me like a big boy instead of just insulting me because you can't articulate an argument. And of course that only pissed the guys off more. They just wanted to call me disrespectful. But you know, that's what happens uh, when you show people who think they have authority uh, some sort of resistance. They call you disrespectful and all this kind of bullshit. Um, and he and I, and I just basically said, do you, do you guys seriously not see the hypocrisy in all of your arguments? I mean, it, it was ridiculous. But anyways, um, people need to be... My, my whole point in saying that is people need to be educated on their rights. People need to be educated on the Constitution. People need to be educated on all the many ways that the government and law enforcement has um, has begun to violate people's rights and their human rights and their constitutional rights. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, so anyways, just in case you guys want to know, I am going to go over some Utah codes so that you guys can, uh, cite your rights, um, in case of an encounter with a malicious police officer, Utah code 77-7-15. You do not have to provide your identification in any way without reasonable suspicion of a crime. Utah code 76-8-305. Recording an officer is not interference with an officer itself unless you are actually physically interfering. Now, many officers will like to say that people are recording, tell them to turn it off, tell them that they're interfering. You're not interfering unless you're actually in the way, unless you're actually interfering. Interfering. So don't give us that bullshit, you pig. Utah Code 76-8-506. You can give an officer a fake name as long as you aren't actually trying to convince the officer that whoever has been committing a crime, uh, 
as long as you're not trying to convince an officer that that actual other person is committing a crime. So if an officer uh, wanted to ask me for my identification and I didn't have to give it, I would either A, refuse, or B, tell him my name was Duncan Lemp. Use that pseudonym, um, someone who is very prevalent to me and those in the libertarian culture. Utah Code 76-8-902. This clearly states, like I said before, that you will be under a class three felony if you call for a revolution or crime or violence or anything of the sort well crime i mean i get the violence thing you shouldn't advocate violence unless it's against tyrants <laughs> uh, but the government says no crime no violence no revolution well there's obviously um, many crimes that people can advocate for that uh are unconstitutional but anyways um just also so you know that officers have to have real suspicion to pull someone over they can't just have a hunch and uh they must have actually witnessed a traffic violation and drugs uh drug dog sniffs aren't a violation of the fourth amendment but they can't extend the duration of the stop and you do not have to consent to being patted down if the officers not if the officer asks you to step out of the car you do have to step out of the car however if they ask to pat you down to make sure that you don't have any weapons on you that are harmful to them you actually don't have to consent and you also don't have to tell the officers if you have any weapons in the vehicle um, you do not have to consent to being patted down without reasonable suspicion. And if there is no probable cause and the police search anyways, then that evidence is suppressed. So if the cops, if you say, no, you can't search my car, the cops go ahead and do it anyways, or so say, and the cops go ahead and do it anyways, then that's a violation of the fourth amendment. And if they find any contraband, it is immediately suppressed and dropped, which is amazing. Um, also, if a drug dog does extend the duration of the stop and there's no reasonable suspicion for it and it's illegal, then that and they all and they find something that evidence can also be suppressed in a court of law. And like I said, passengers do not have to give ID in a car unless they're under reasonable suspicion of committing a crime. Now, I wanted to say this uh, before I wrap all this up. You know, the government's been doing these draconian measures. And this this has been something that's been going on over the years. It's It's been inch at a time. And this is the, one of the reasons why libertarians say compromise is one of the quickest ways to lose freedom. Inch by inch by inch by inch, the government takes our rights. The government intervenes in our lives. The government gets wrongfully involved. And they're going to keep doing that until we only have one inch left to fight for. And then we're going to have to fight for all the inches back. And that is going to be a disaster and a catastrophe. Don't give an inch. They've put us exactly in this spot where we are today for them to enforce these ridiculous, disgusting, unconstitutional measures and people aren't doing anything about it because of what the new norm is. Um, so, you know, and it's it's sad when, when all these small businesses are being shut down. I saw this meme and it was just a joke. It was, it was some people joking around, you know, that don't have a real perspective on or don't really tend to. I'm not going to say that, I'm not going to insult them. I'm just going to say people don't always relate stuff like this the way I do. And they were making a joke about this cashier at this Chinese restaurant, clearly family owned, um, being 10 years old. And they were just laughing about it, you know, and I was like, hey, I get it. From my point of view, the way I look at stuff like this is you have a family of clear immigrants coming here to the United States of America, good old fashioned immigration, where these people are coming here to the land of the free, to the land of opportunity to create a business and to strive for greatness. And that is exactly how immigration should be done. 
and they come here, they set up their business. It's a family effort. I think it's awesome. I think it's super cool. I mean, they're sitting there doing their math homework while they're, you know, waiting for people to be done eating. I mean, I think, I think that's such an awesome thing for immigrants to be doing like that. And I, it's, it's beautiful. That's exactly what this country was put here for. This is the opportunity. This is the country where you have the opportunity to become great. This is the country where you have the opportunity to reach your full potential. And I wanted to quote a Thomas Paine quote on this. It's actually a beautiful quote by Thomas Paine. I love it. I want to take the calculated risk to dream and to build, to fail and to succeed. I refuse to barter incentive for a dole. I prefer the challenges of life to the guaranteed existence, the thrill of fulfillment to the stale calm of utopia. I will not trade my freedom for benefits, nor my dignity for a handout. Thomas Paine, great philosopher, great human rights activist, came out of the revolution in England uh, before the American Revolution, and was one of the greatest influences on establishing constitutional rights and human rights and natural rights here in America. Thomas Paine, amazing quote, and that perfectly sums up the original intention of what America was supposed to be. Anyways, like I was saying before about these draconian measures, the government putting us exactly where they've wanted us over the years. Um, and and over, over time, we've had people, yeah, we're America, build up the military, let's show everyone how big and bad we are, all that kind of stuff. We don't need to be like that. Why? You know, and they say that people overseas, particularly in the Middle East, want to kill us because of our freedoms. Well, 9-11 happened, the Patriot Act happened, and we have lost our freedoms. Congratulations. They've won. But anyways, uh, so, you know, people vote to build our military and the military industrial complex and to make it bigger and to make us more powerful. Well, why? If we didn't have, if we didn't have the sort of interventionalism and imperialism that we have with America today, no one would want to kill us. We just make America into a, a bigger Switzerland. I mean, leave us alone. We'll leave you alone. I mean, all that kind of good stuff. I mean, I don't see why we need a huge military to show everyone how badass we are. It, it only, it only promotes violence and interventionalism and imperialism, and it intimidates people. That's not how we should be. People are scared of America, particularly because we have so many bases in other countries. I mean, freak, dude, if people had bases here in America, we know American citizens wouldn't tolerate that. So why would we do that to other countries? And and eventually, if we have such a big military, it just becomes easier for the government to enforce the draconian measures on us. I mean, as soon as they get a vaccine, Trump said that they're mobilizing the military to distribute it. Are you kidding me? This is out of a movie. I can't believe this is actually happening. And people are okay with, well, well, it's just going to be the medical people. And, and, and no, no, no. That's what they always say that, oh, but this is different. This is different. The government can do this because this is a different situation. This is a special. No, we're not mobilizing the military to distribute the vaccines. And mark my words, I will not have one of these vaccines. Also, not only are they forcing people to get vaccines, but guess who's the leading country in terms of developing a vaccine? China. Hell no. I ain't getting one of those, and I advise you don't either. So, um, anyways, you're going to have all these military people enforcing these unconstitutional laws. And, and, and the, the basic Republican argument to this is, well... That when if there's a revolution, the military will be on our side. Well, when is when is there going to be something like that? I mean, clearly the line isn't drawn at the military forcing people to get vaccinated. When is the line drawn? My God, 
I apologize for using that word. I mean, I'm, I don't like to use that word, but my goodness, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, so, I mean, there's, and, and the militarized police, I mean, the laws that they enforce that are already unconstitutional. You really think that, well, I mean, what's going to be the big event that makes them flip over on the government? There's not. They're just going to keep taking inches and they're just going to keep enforcing the taking of these inches. I mean, this is never going to change. And the kind of stuff that, that's been happening, this is not the amazing, beautiful country that it was meant, that it was once meant to be. What is going on is un-American. It's a violation of our rights, and it's disgusting. And you know what? I, there's two things. I truly want to believe that liberty's going to win out in the end. But based off of the giant sort of um, government that we have, and the kind of weapons they have, and the kind of maliciousness and willingness they have to use it against U.S. citizens, it scares me. And if we don't wake up and change this and step in before it's too late, this country could be doomed for centuries. I mean, you... This, I mean, who's gonna... And with the large military, who's gonna come in and stop the U.S.? We have to rebel. And if we're just going to sit here and wait for some big event to change the tides, it's not going to happen. They're just going to keep taking these inches. And people are just going to keep giving it up. And giving it up. And giving it up. And giving it up. Until we have that one last inch of freedom that we're hanging on to and trying to fight for. We need to take back our inches. We need to already reverse what's happened that's unconstitutional. I mean, God, how many inches? Gosh. How many inches do we have left? Like three, maybe one. We're getting there. We're pretty dang close. There's not gonna be one big event that's gonna change it. It needs to stop now. Granted, this this pandemic has become a, uh, an excuse for many of these things, and we, as we have seen a lot of them grow, but this is something that's happened over time. I mean, they use the Great Depression as an excuse. They use World Wars as an excuse. They use 9-11 as an excuse. They're using the pandemic as an excuse. They're taking inches and more are gone than you realize. Do some research. See how many unconstitutional laws are being enforced. We should never be in this position and it's only getting worse and it's only going to continue getting worse unless people actually wake up. Wake up, please coordinate with people. Fight for your rights. Educate yourself. Thank you for listening. I appreciate all of you guys. If you liked the episode, maybe subscribe to the podcast, give it a review, maybe share it with some people who you think could, you know, maybe hear a little bit more on these kind of topics. As of now, I am David, TR4 Freedom, signing off. Thank you for everything you guys do. You're amazing.